Welcome to this Edge Church podcast. We are a people whose mission is to know Christ, be the church, and serve our community. We pray you are blessed and equipped by this message. I want to talk to us today around the topic of pillars in the house of God. Pillars in the house of God. Jesus is building His church and even in those lyrics that we sung, hell's very aware that the work's finished and that Christ is victorious, amen? And so the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And God's Word tells us we will become pillars in the house of God and live with Him forever. So pillars in the house are victorious, they're valued and they are vocal. Um, Let's pray. God, we thank You for Your Word this morning. We thank You that Your Word brings life. We thank You that, um, Jesus, You have finished the work at the cross. And just as we remembered at communion, the work is finished. We get to stand here as trophies of Your grace. We wanna give You honour this morning. May the words of man be forgotten, but the words that You say, You say, by no means will they ever pass away. So God, we ask that our hearts would be open to receive and You would have Your way in us. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Pillars in the house of God. Well, what's a pillar? You know, we think, okay, sounds great. Um, but, you know, pillar is mentioned 19, in 19 books over 74 times in the Bible. Multiple references to it, referring generally to physical structures. Um, but the Latin um, pillar, it implies a heap or things thrown or put together. And you think, well, it's literally, it says a pile or a heap. So if you feel thrown together in a pile or a heap this morning, it's okay. Um, a kind of irregular column, round but deviating from the proportions of just a column. Pillars are either too massive or too slender for regular architecture. I'll let you work out which one you are in that. That's completely fine. And possibly the latter. Um, they are not restricted to any design rules. Their parts are, and proportions are arbitrary, a bit random. Sounds about right. A supporter, that which sustains or upholds, that on which some superstructure rests, um, where a monument raised to commemorate any personal remarkable transaction. Foundation, a support. First Timothy 3.15 mentions God's household, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. So the believer is gonna be a monument pillar in the temple of God Forever. So if we can be pillars in the house of God, um, does that mean it's just the, you know, the awesome Christians, the amazing you know, ones that you go, oh, look at them, aren't they just brilliant? Um, is it the big block you know, Christians in the house? Um, well, there's three characteristics of a pillar we're gonna look at today, and that's that our pillars are victorious, they're valued, and they are vocal. So firstly, they're described as people who are victorious. Um, Jesus in... Revelation 3, 12. But you didn't expect a bit of revelation this morning. Well, there you go. And it says this, all who are victorious, other translations we use the word overcome, all who are victorious will become pillars in the temple of my God and they'll never have to leave it. And I will write on them the name of my God. They will be citizens in the city of my God, the new Jerusalem that comes down from heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. So a pillar is a believer who is victorious. You know, think of a pillar, we're like an exclamation mark of heaven. That's who we get to be. Problem is, we don't always feel victorious, do we? 
We don't always feel like a winner. We don't always feel like, oh yeah, I get it. Hey, I'm victorious. I completely relate to that. I'm awesome and win all the time. We don't feel like that. In our natural self, that's not who we are. So how can a pillar, how can I be a pillar in, in I don't even feel like I can be a pillar in my own house. How can I be a pillar in, in God's house, His perfect house and be with Him forever? Well, that would all be true. Yes, we're sinners. We fall short. The Bible tells us that every single one of us, we fall short. But every Christian is victorious because of Christ and what He has done. We're victorious. The victorious in the, in the Greek is this word nikau, and that's not Nicole, that's my wife. Nikau indicates the person is constantly victorious. We in the natural can't be constantly victorious. You might feel like you win, you lose. Um, pillar in God's church is a permanent position in the temple for all eternity. Pillar is a picture of strength. You know, Nicole and I, we uh, 2007 travelled with some family. We were in Rome, you'd see ancient ruins. And what's always remaining is just these pillars. Everything else might fall down, but the pillars are kind of still hanging on there. They're still there after all this time. So once we accept Christ as our Saviour, Jesus makes us a pillar that never crumbles. We never lose our salvation of Christ's finished work. We're not just getting a fresh start and have to then try again from there. We have eternal security. We don't undo God's um, plan of salvation with our sin. The victorious believer persevered for his name, went through trial for his name. And so God will write his name on each of us who believe in Christ and his finished work. Amen. So yes, the fact is we're weak and we might feel as though um, we're not really that strong. That's true. But um, it's not just these influential, amazing Christians that are pillars in the house of God. No, it says that we all are. So we're not pillars because we perform or that we feel like we're getting everything right, we're pillars because we stand on a perfect cornerstone of Christ. Amen? Amen. We are where He lives. Talking about this um, pillars in the temple forever, but in 1 Corinthians 3, 16, 17, says, Don't you realise that all of you together are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? God will destroy anyone who destroys this temple for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. We are victorious in Christ. He was uh, victorious over Satan, sin and death. In 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 57 says, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death and the law gives sin its power. But thank God, He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we can see an incredible athlete often go to uh, Crows home games and uh, watch them lose, whether they win or lose, you know, don't know. Even if they kick a goal and it's not a goal and we miss the finals, no big deal, I'm over it. It's fine. But um, now look, we might see an incredible athlete and they might win a lot of games. They'll probably lose some games Uh, as well Um, and they can have stadiums dedicated to them if you're like a hall of famer you can have uh, statues sort of put up in your name you can have your name etched into stone as one of these greats that played Um, and above them the clear lettering of who they are and maybe some of their results or what they've done what they've achieved maybe they get to access the stadium as a VIP for, for life you know for free 
Sometimes the, the city will give them the, like a key to the city as like this mock-up kind of, you're always welcome here for your contribution. Um, and, and yet ultimately they get old, they get forgotten about, statues crumble, they fall down, they're forgotten, the building is eventually gone. The here and now short-term nature of this life will finish. And yet in God, we are victorious and continually victorious for all eternity. With His name over us, like this, standing like this perfect statue, as though like, uh-huh, I'm not really, but Christ is perfect in my place. Um, not a short-term mock-up key to the city, but forever welcome in His presence because of what Christ has done. This is the victory we've got. Dressed in His robes of righteousness, not some lifeless physical statue, but... Um, that's gonna break down over time, but life, life in abundance, a life of joy, no sickness, no sadness, no death, constantly victorious forever, amen. So this, this has to change us when, I know sometimes it's, maybe it's just the way I think, but sometimes I think if I'm having a bad day, a bad week, um, I sort of think, well, worst case scenario, I've been given eternal life with God. Can't be that bad. You know, like, that's a pretty good deal. You know, like, oh, has anything good happened lately? Oh, that's right. When I die, I'm with the perfect God forever as though I'm perfect. That's a pretty good deal. So um, that has to change us when we remind one another of that. Um, so maybe life's hit you hard. Things haven't gone your way. And you can be reminded that you're victorious in Christ this morning. Victorious in Christ this morning. Maybe you haven't really felt like you've, you've had a, a home or a permanent place. And yet God has a a home for you right here and a home for all eternity. Um, maybe you're new here or, and you wanna take some time to get to know this God that we're talking about. We wanna put that uh, a gift in your hands, which we'll talk about after the meeting, which will help explain that. We've got a book that's gonna help you with that. It changes our today when we know that our tomorrow is secure in Christ. Um, maybe for some, we can pray with you that you have that assurance that you're victorious. You're like, well, I hear it, it sounds good, but I don't really know if that's true for me. Well, we can pray for and with you. And we pray that you would receive that, that it would go from our head to our heart. Come on, imagine if, um, if we walked around as though we were always victorious, if we really knew that God was victorious in our place, that's gonna, that's gonna change some things. So pillars in the house are people who are victorious. It's important that we set that that is all Christ because anything that we talk about from there, we're gonna think, is it because I'm doing something? Do I need to be some you know, pillar in the house of God that's amazing? Well, firstly, we're victorious, but secondly, pillars in the house are people who are valued. Galatians 2 verses eight to nine in the New Living Translation. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter and John, who were known as pillars of the church, other um, translations will say esteemed, looked up to, um, known as pillars of the church, recognised the gift God had given me and they accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers. They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. So they were known as pillars. We're all valued by God, but pillars were also valued by others. Others in the house would see pillars and go, man, I'm so grateful for, for who they are. They were esteemed, valued. They were known as they were leading people with the gospel, the good news. They were obvious, clearly observed. 
some weren't so obvious. They might not have been that way, but the ones that we're talking about, they were clearly seen. Um, They were taken notice of. They were valued for their reliability, their stability in preaching the gospel. Um, They suffered for the sake of Christ. They were steadfast and movable in his work and they weren't shaken or deterred from it. Um, And they weren't, uh, there were people that were trying to say, it's about the law and it's about these things that you do that make you right with God. And they're going, no, it isn't. They went in and corrected those things. Um, They were valued by others and they released others in ministry into gospel business. How many of you know that's what we're a part of this morning? Gospel business. Um, I was saying to some of the men yesterday, it's like God's the big boss and He's telling us, um, hey, there's one thing I need you to do. Go and spread the word to all the workers that the job's finished. Everything's already done. I need you to go do that. Can you do that? Oh, can I really go do this hard job? What's this job? Oh, that's right. Tell everyone that the boss has finished everything. It's finished at the cross. So we're not scurrying around trying to make new buildings and and do all of this. We're going, it's finished, it's finished. Hey, everyone, come in, let's celebrate. It's finished at the cross. And they're like, oh, cool. Knock off time, this is great. But there's a work to do of going to tell people, hey, it's not in our works. You you know, look at how many people we see running around in circles around us, striving for who am I? They don't know know where they're from, don't know why they're here, don't know where they're going. No wonder they're stressed out. No wonder they've got anxiety and, and all of these things. And we can tell them, hey, this is who you are in Christ. This is why you're here right now. This is where you can be going. That's gonna change someone's life. We can do that. Um, Paul, who writes two-thirds of the New Testament Bible, he says that those people, those pillars, and imagine if this was different, but this is what happens. Those pillars recognised the gifts God had given him, accepted him as a co-worker in the gospel and encouraged him to keep preaching. Now, things might have been different if they hadn't done that. Now, Paul was pretty sure of himself in God and he was like, this is what I'm doing anyway. But um, this is what they did. So the work God had done in them Uh, done in and through them, it was very valued by others. Um, In 1997, I was 13 years old. I was at Aberfoyle Park High School, which is approximately there, if you're on my, no. People are like, where's he going? I just can't handle when people go, I was in the city last week. And I'm like, it's over there. You know, so I just need to make sure people know where things are. I was at the Bay on the weekend. And uh, oh man, so I'm 13 years old. I'm in year eight. Um, I get my end of year report card from the teacher who had spent the most of time with me. I'm still praying for him. He's probably still got counselling. And, um, and I think, oh wow, what's this report card gonna say? And in there, he writes that Robert, Robert is a leader. Yeah, that's my name if you didn't know, it's okay. He's a leader and that his peers look up to him and follow him. Now I'm checking the front and back going, has he got the same, has he just like templated this out of the computer and got it wrong? I even asked him about it. He goes, no, that's what I think. I'm like, oh wow. He'd spoken something about my life that I didn't necessarily see or understand. Um, and I didn't, after high school, I didn't really run into him until 2011, when we start coming here. One Sunday, I see him right here. Now, he wasn't a Christian at that time, but I see him here. We're able to encourage each other in our faith together. He tells me that Christ has reached him. God had been doing a work in my life. He uses other people to do a work in my life. Um, I'm, I'm here in 2011. Um, and I remember a pillar in the house called Pastor Karen White. Who's grateful for Pastor Karen? Man, reaching so many lives. My wife and I, we saw Pastor Karen, we thought, what a pillar in this house. Like she's everywhere. She's connecting new people um, to God. She's connecting new people to one another. We looked up to her. We value her. 
And, and she um, had said when we'd spent some time around Discover Course, which was going through the gospel message, um, like Pathway, and, and she said, hey, Robbie, you know, you're great with people. Um, I would love it if you could host a table of people, of new people. And I was like, wow, really? Back to the report card thing. Are you sure, me? Anything could go wrong. Um, and I'm like, okay, great. We valued her. We looked up to her. She was a pillar in the house. And so she's releasing other people into uh, ministry as well. And I think, well, isn't this amazing? Pillars in the house are, are valued by others and they're blessed by them. God started a work in me as a child, continues to work. He completes it. Philippians 1.6 says this, in case we get this wrong and think there's any boast. Well, and I'm certain... Let's look for us in the Scripture. We won't be there. Uh, and I'm certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue His work until it's finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. It's God, 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 God. It's, he only mentions us that it's God doing all of those things in our life. So we trust Him. I valued the pillars in my life. I still value them. And in the same way, these pillars in the church were valued by others. They could see what God was doing in their life. Now, we'll notice that these pillars, they're not born that way. God did a work in them over time. So if you think, well, I don't know. Well, God does a work over time. He makes all things beautiful in its time. We might think we're all over the shop. Well, we are, but without Christ, we're nothing. But in Christ, He does incredible things. He's only ever had broken people to work with. In his own strength, Peter denies he even knows Jesus to a young servant girl. Then he's preaching the gospel with boldness and clarity and seeing people come into the house of God. This is a work of God in his life. God's doing that same work in people in this house here at Renella. It clearly worked. Here we are, 2023, and we're talking about this same Jesus. Amazing. Who's grateful with some of the pillars in this house right here at Renella? Man, I am. Yeah, put your hands together for them. People who bring stability with the gospel. You know, preach God into our children and echo what we have in the house. They're constant. They're unwavering. They have a yes to serve God and serve people. As a pillar in the house, can you imagine if this house was known for recognising gifts that God had given others, accepting them and bringing them in as co-workers in the gospel, encouraging others to keep preaching? Up here, sure, but this is pretty limited, isn't it? We're not really spending much time here. We're preaching every day in our life, every member, a minister, Maybe we need to write a card to someone or send them a text and encourage them. Thanks for being a pillar in the house. Thanks for being a pillar to me. Thanks for what you've, you've carried on my behalf. Um, let them know that. Let them know they're valued by you. The Bible tells us to do this. 1 Thessalonians 5, 11 to 13 says, So encourage each other and build each other up just as you are already doing. Dear brothers and sisters, honour those who are your leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect and wholehearted love because of their work and live peacefully with each other. We caught up with some of the, the men in the house yesterday, 30 or so people. Um, man, pillars in the house. I'm telling you, it was, it's such an incredible thing that, that God had done, just bringing us together. Um, valued by God, Jerry Satala, prayer-filled man. You know, things we see, don't see. Praying for people, building others up in their faith, declaring God's goodness, showing, showing strength in Christ, not strength in himself. Value. Pastor Dave Peterson, man, coming around people in a time of need. 
coming around people in a time of need. Good, bad, ugly times, awkward times. Oh, who's going to step in that situation? He's right there. We love him. As I'd say, Pastor Dave, love you, buddy. Love you. That's my Pastor Dave. There you go. That's great. Love him. In a storm, he's there. Ben Pittman, encouraging people in their work of God, encouraging young people, taking the burden of religion off, just making it easy for them to go, this is what God's done. Um, man, freedom in Christ, value. Pastor Matt, who's, who's thankful for him? Preaching the Word of God, not getting off the topic of topics. Ah, it's about the Gospel. Oh, let's preach about 55 ways to... No, 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 it's Christ and Christ alone. If we follow all of these issues and things upstream, it's related to uh, uh, the Gospel. Once we have the truth of who God is in us and what Jesus has done, all the rest takes its rightful place. He's not getting off the topic. He'll stay, I'm grateful that He is. I need the Gospel every week. Amen. Valued. Jamie Grosser, pouring into men's lives and discipleship, one-on-one with them. Man, you can go through forever. Tim Ackerson, Mike Vince, Don Pittman, people that are here all the time that just spend time, uh, you know, uh, imperfect men pointing to a perfect God. Yeah, put our hands together. We can go forever on it, but valued. You play a valuable part. If you don't play your part, the Bible says your special work, it doesn't get done. God will make another way, sure, but we miss out on our opportunity to do the work that He's created for us to do. I was talking to uh, Juice yesterday, another great pillar in the house, and saying, isn't it amazing that God creates us still with void in one another that are filled by one another? He doesn't go, oh, you're all self-sufficient just because of me. He goes, also, you need what she has in her life, the gift that he's got on his life, and that's gonna come together. We're all parts of the body that do a special work. It's incredible. So we need one another. We're called to be pillars. Um, Pillars, they, they carry some weight. They invest in the lives of others. They walk a path not so easy to walk or they choose to do that. And yeah, people look up to them. You could be a a 10-year-old and be a pillar in the house of God because you've got some three-year-old looking up to you going, wow, you love God, you worship God. You know, there are pillars in this house. Every parent can be a pillar to their children. There's some great parents in this house. We point our kids to Christ the Saviour, their God who's the perfect father. Thank, thank God that we're not pointing to ourselves as a perfect father. We'd be in a world of trouble. We pray with them, encourage them in their faith, ask questions. Let's find answers together in the things of God. Maybe you don't feel you're a good parent, but you want to be. Well, see some other pillars in the house that you go, they're a great parent. That's okay. It's okay to recognise people who might be you know, doing a work or God's done a work in their life. Ask for advice. Get them to pray with you, pray for you. That's why we're there. We're not self-sufficient. The list of um, people that have got it all together is still at zero after all this time. Fun fact. I just made that up, but I'm pretty sure it's fact. 67% 67% of stats are made up on the spot anyway. <laughs> Maybe life hasn't gone the way you thought. Maybe like my dad for a period of years, you're a single, single dad, single father. And you think, well, I've, you know, maybe I've blown it. What's going on here? Family's, you know, broken up. You're navigating life on your own. But just like my dad, I'm so grateful that he's a pillar. He stayed focused on the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. This is who is perfect in our place. Um, uh, choosing to honour God, remaining steadfast, to pointing to Jesus alone, leading by example. Be encouraged. God is not done with you yet. He makes all things beautiful in its time. Maybe G3 circles. If you're not part of one, we'll be part of one. 
Oh, I didn't work out the first time, you know, this person. That's okay. Not everything works out. We just work through it. Um, encourage you. Um, maybe you can encourage your leaders if you're already in one. Ask them, hey, what can I carry? What can I carry with you? Um, and some, I'm sure some, some of you be thinking, this part's not for me. You know, I don't, I don't understand this. I'm not that kind of pillar. People don't look up to me. You might think in the house of God, you're small, useless or no big deal, but it's really not us that people are looking up to. Remember, it's Christ perfect in our place. 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 58, the three verses in that say, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? For sin is the sting that results in death and the law gives sin its power. But thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Who needs to hear that this morning? Nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Yes, some pillars are noticeable, but many aren't. I was downstairs, uh, even in the, the lounge today, and I'm realising, hey, some of these pillars are hidden inside the walls. Some of them are right there. Some of the men, amazingly, just pointed out yesterday, you know, we were talking about pillars in the house. They're going, hey, isn't it funny that um, if you're upstairs, you're walking around in freedom with all this space, um, but there's some pillars downstairs that you probably don't go, oh, another pillar, another pillar. Look at that one. That's amazing. Probably don't even notice them or we think nothing of them. But I tell you what, if they weren't there right now, we'd be having a pretty rough morning. You know, it wouldn't be great. You're going to notice them if they're gone. Nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless, whether you think you're visible in the house or not. That is not the point. God sees all. As a man, I particularly want to encourage the men in this house. Now, there's an attack on men, um, you know, in the world that we live in. It's definitely spiritual. It's not just sort of some political thing that happens. Um, as, a, as a man I mean, on TV, we're always the idiot. We're always the, the butt end of every joke. Um, you know, we're wrecking everything and how would the family survive if it wasn't for, you know, mum who's the only stable one and the only one bringing things together and, and making up for all of dad's feeble efforts. Um, man, mum is so valuable in the house. Absolutely. Huge part. I can't do it without her in the home. It's God's design. But that's not the truth of who we are as men in the house of God. You know, we're called to be strong in Christ. Solid as leaders, the priest of our home, the provider, the protector, the leader, laying our lives down for our families, submitting one to another, encouraging and drawing the best out from our wives and children, speaking blessing over their life and our family and our workplace and our community. Amen. Man in the house, I'm blessed by you. You know, we can step up and carry some things together that God allows us to carry. There's really God's time for that is now. Let us be esteemed. We're not there to earn anything, but it's what Christ has done for us. We've got our CCA fair coming up, the Childhood Cancer Association fair. Man, those, those guys, they, they love us. They look up to us. We're esteemed. We're valued. They see what, what God is doing in our life. We get to show God off to them. Um, let them see the victorious Christ in us. That's my prayer, that He would be so appealing being um, valued by others, it's not going to pump us up or make our identity, but the body of Christ will be blessed 
and uplifted. People will be reached and the gospel will go out. Pastor Matt said last week, it's our roots going down deep. That's where we draw our strength from God that we see that flow out into our lives. So we can grow up strong in the house. We can roll up our sleeves. Um, Who's grateful that the hard work is already done? I reckon that's gonna be like, uh, you know, it's finished. God's done all the hard work. I think I'll just be saying it. Finished work of the cross for the rest of my life. My kids will be like, I get it, Dad. I know it's finished at the cross. I know, let me tell you again. I'm gonna just live there. Brings us to point number three though. We're called to go and share the good news, which is that He's finished everything. Pillars in the house are people who are victorious. They are valued and they are vocal. If the vocalists could join me, that would be great. Vocal in their work of the gospel. That scripture in Galatians 2, 8 and 9, uh, 2, 8 verses, um, sorry, chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. For the same God who worked through Peter as the apostle to the Jews also worked through me as the apostle to the Gentiles. In fact, James, Peter and John, who were known as pillars of the church, recognised the gift God had given me, accepted Barnabas and me as their co-workers, They encouraged us to keep preaching to the Gentiles while they continued their work with the Jews. They were pillars as they were vocal in their work of the gospel. They were sharing good news. Um, So the pressure's off. We're made right with God because of what He's done. Um, That's the good news. Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9, speaking of God's amazing grace, God saved you by His grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It's a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. So we see that His grace, as we know, it's the end of earning, but it's not the end of effort. There's still effort we can put in. There's still um, kingdom work for us to do that God allows us to do. They continued their work. Sharing the gospel is our work to do. They weren't sitting quietly in the corner somewhere They were spreading much needed good news. Do you ever think sometimes, where would I be if I didn't have this good news? Like, where would I actually be if I didn't know this? What would my life look like if I didn't know who Christ was and what He's done for me? And there's people there who don't have that good news and we can freely give it to them. It's not us to hang on to. Sharing the Gospel um, with the Gentiles. Those were uh, the non-Jews, the people who didn't know the God of the Bible. And it obviously worked. The pillars are called to this. So there's a a vocal inside the house to the people of God, of gospel work. And there's a vocal outside the house, gospel work. Um, We do that each and every week. Ephesians 4, 11 to 13. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we'll be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. We're called to be vocal outside the house of God as well. Who's that? That's our community, our workplace, our neighbour. That's why we have Red, Run to Red. Um, We rescue, empower, deploy and Jesus told us to do this. After He rose from the dead, He said, as recorded in Mark 16, go into all the world and preach the good news to two people. Everyone, be vocal outside the house. 
Romans 1.16, Paul says, For I'm not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. Pillars are vocal with the Gospel inside the house and outside the house. You know, just this week, pathway inside the house and inside this building as well. Um, and, you know, seeing people come to, come to know who Christ is, seeing people who are reminded of the good news of the Gospel. They wanna be strengthened in it. Other people wanna go, I wanna know how to share the good news with other people. Right here in this house, there's a work that we get to do in the house. This week in my workplace, you know, got colleagues, um, one of them's chipping away at Pathway, one didn't want to borrow of it for years. And now he's chipping away to asking questions about it. I said about fall short. He goes, oh yeah, the archery thing, falling short, sins with love. I'm like, yeah, you've been reading Pathway, this is awesome. Um, this is work outside the house. I've got another colleague who, you know, he, he makes me laugh, but he'll, um, nah, not interested in God and all of this stuff. Puts up a no religious callers on his, on his glass door uh, in the workplace but proceeds to come and go, so what's with, you know, with God? So with the everyday asking questions about it, we go, what's that music playing on the background? Is that like churchy stuff? That's how they get you. That's his catchphrase. That's how they get you. So man, that's just a YouTube song. I don't know. That's how they get you. Uh, do you, you know, money, that's how they get you. And I thought, nah, maybe he just puts people in their life and uh, that's how they get you. I'm there to encourage you. Hey, I'm there to show you who God is. Let's talk about it. But each and every day, Although saying don't want anything to do about it, it's like, tell me about this God that I want nothing to do with. That's how they get you. God's good. Jew and Gentile. This is Romans 10, 12 to 16. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on Him. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on Him to save them unless they believe in Him? And how can they believe in Him if they've never heard about Him? And how can they hear about Him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? This is why the Scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. They bring good news. That's how they get you. They bring good news. Amen. Maybe it's just as a way of applying the Word this morning as we come to a close. You know, we've got the pathway resource. Let's be, fresh, be refreshed in the Gospel. We can only pass on what we first possess. If it's not good news to me, I'm not gonna go and tell anyone else. I mean, I'm definitely guilty of that through my life. I think I should really pass on the Gospel. I'm like, it's not fresh in me. I don't wanna hand over a stale sandwich to someone and go, hey, you're gonna love this. You know, <coughs> cracking their teeth on some crusty old bread. No, we need, we need Jesus who's the bread of life. And He's our bread for today. Give us this day our daily bread. Don't keep it tucked away in a little Tupperware container and try and bring it out again. We need fresh bread today, amen? Give it away. Maybe you feel to give the good news to a friend or colleague at work. Well, the Word tells us to do that. So this is a really easy application. Should I, should I give the Word away? Uh, yes, we should. Maybe take some today. Pathway, grab as many as you want. It's the only thing around here that you can just walk away with and it's completely free. Just, just take it. And, and here's an idea, right in the first page, there's a blank page in there, right in there. Dear Michael, I wanted to give you this. This message has changed my life. I'd love to know what you think about it. Love, Robbie. Put it in his hand. I'm not gonna go, oh yeah, cool, chuck it in the bin. Probably gonna at least read it. I'd love to know what you think about it. Hey, let me know, keep it open. A way that it's not like, you know, we're not trying to bash someone into it. Just I'd love to know what you think. Well, I can't let you know what I think unless I read it. So let's do that. 
G3 Circle. See the team, be part of one today. Maybe you're sick and tired of hearing about it. Try again. You'll be able to receive and share the good news with others in the house of God as well. Imagine if you could recognise their gift in the house, accept them as co-workers in the gospel, encourage them to keep preaching. That's what we're called to do as well. There's a work to do. Now's not the time for beating ourselves up and going, oh man, I could have done more. I've wasted my life and I didn't do enough or I've let God down. Well, newsflash, we were never holding Him up. You know, He's the cornerstone. You know, we sound like a pillar. We're not holding something up. It's just worship. We're just standing there in worship as though we get to be a part of what He's up to. It's amazing. To our men in the house, get around our people. Stand tall in God. Be vocal. How did you go with the Word today? How's your family going? Can I pray with you? I'm praying for a boldness in us, not from a preference or an energy levels, um, personality or temperament, but from the Holy Spirit. He gives us boldness that He would equip us to be vocal inside the house and outside the house. My iPad's getting blurry. Imagine all we could be together in God. Imagine wherever we look in the house, we see pillars, a strong people, men and women of God who are victorious in Christ, valued by others, vocal inside the house and outside. We're gonna, let's stand to our feet. We're gonna respond in worship to the name of above all names. I'm grateful it's finished at the cross. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank You that You make us as pillars in the temple of God. We thank You for Your strength, God. We pray that we would bring You glory both here now and in eternity. God, let us stand strong and upright in our faith. Remind us that yes, we are weak and we need the strength of a perfect Son in our place. And that's who You are. Your house is a strong house. And we ask that You would strengthen Your people and use us in Jesus' Name. And everyone said, Amen. Let's look up, give Him our worship, give Him our glory. He deserves it. Amen. Love you, church. Thanks for joining us today. Find more resources and discover what's next for you at edgechurch.com.